Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. For the first time ever, it appears that Audacity has actually chosen the correct input, which after, what, a hundred and... 10-ish episodes of recording this stuff. All right, we're not, we're not getting anything recorded today. We're going to try, and then it's going to fail because of this. <laughs> yeah, clearly, yeah. clearly yeah. we're going to fail in some other area in so, a major fashion. I didn't think Baldur's Gate would, was going to get any type of mature rating because I figured... Wrongly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I figured it was too popular, and they would want to get it to as many people so as possible. possible. Yeah. I saw that coming because the other I don't think the older games had mature did they I don't remember I don't know but I don't I just I didn't get that feeling Larian has never done anything like that in their they, past they, games they haven't had chances I don't think because remember that until recently their Divinity. games yeah but Divinity was making leaps and bounds in other areas like they've been working up to where everybody else. I don't is. really think sex scenes and an RPG is no, leaps but so, and bounds. Okay, but here's the thing, new right? New things. No, but that's you have to realize that as a society, we've become completely numb to sex scenes because they're in sure. literally every fucking show now. Oh, yeah, and, and sure. not just in every show, but like in every episode now. It's yeah. like a mandatory thing. But the problem is the rules of like FCC and ESRB and all that stuff haven't updated with our mentality. They like haven't. That. They haven't updated at all. But people plowed ahead of, ahead of it anyway. They don't care because the thing is like a lot of those things. I, I think they're can, starting to give up on. I think most companies just don't give a shit about your ESRB rating. No, they anymore. don't. Because here's the thing: is like all that stuff is for television. A lot of those FCC things are for television. Yeah, yeah. But when you go online. There, it's kind of a gray area. But I also think they, but, you know, I don't. Do you ever remember a time when you went to Blockbuster? Yes. Um, yeah. Blockbuster, and you were like, "I want to get this game," and your mom said no, or anyone said no. Right. Yeah. It's based on the rating system. But, but did, it, did, that, did that ever? Did the rating no, system never ever stop you? No, it never. Because it never stopped me. I don't know what Alex. Oh no, sorry. It stopped me when I was small. Wasn't there with my parents? Essentially, once. Yeah. That's it. But like the thing is, like, you gotta look at it like this, right? So at at the end of the day. All of this stuff is becoming more and more popular. And it is becoming popular. Oh, yeah. Regardless Already of your is. opinion. Yeah. Um, but, like, in games, that's the natural fucking evolution of it. This has kind of started since, like, you could argue Mass Effect was, like, the big envelope pusher at the time for sex scenes in games. Yeah, I remember but it being then, a big thing. But then, since then, it has increased. And it has increased in what they're doing and what they're showing. See, I remember Mass Effect and Witcher. I, I, Dragon I remember, Age. I don't really remember sex scenes in Dragon Age that had tits. I don't remember seeing tits. In yeah, Dragon I don't know Age. if they. I don't know if they had tits. And they didn't even have tits in Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. No. Witcher, as far as I'm aware, is one of the they only. Had t- they had top nudity. They didn't have bottom nudity in Witcher. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, realize that it only takes one person to punch through that that wall, and yeah. we already know that CD Projekt Red has, and they're going to do it again with Cyberpunk. Is specifically what I'm talking about. Yeah, and. Then you also got to look at other games that are coming out. Vampire the Masquerade, I have no idea whether or not they've confirmed if there's going to be sex or not, but I mean, sexual themes are huge in that game, so I'd be surprised. What? Sexual themes and vampires? Yeah, are, like yeah. They go together? Yeah, weird, right? Wow. Uh, that's, that's radical. What are they doing? But I mean, like, <laughs> They're going to ruin it. It's going to be it's going to be fascinating to watch this because if it's to be believed what they've been talking about in Baldur's Gate, which, I mean, there's evidence yeah. of, there are full-on sex scenes in Baldur's Gate, 
And to a funnier note that I mentioned before, it seems like even co-op mode will have it so you can bang your friends. <laughs> I, I, that's amazing. That's, that's real progression of the art form, I think. Yeah. I still think... I, I'm, I'm, I would bet... And I, I, I mean, we'll never remember this, but no, we will. It's on. It's I'm on willing the to bet that we won't yeah, it's on the see. Now, so. <laughs> yeah, we won't see any nudity. We will not see female breasts, and we will not see the peen or the vagee. Um, I still, I, I'm getting that feeling. I don't. I don't think you're right. I think uh, I could see them censoring or not showing the bottom halves. Yeah, for sure. That's um, a for sure. I don't know if that's a for sure. I don't. I don't share your sentiment with that, but okay. I do agree that uh, I do think that the, definitely top will be exposed for both sides. I think. I think they'll show a lot of skin, but they'll hide it or hide, just, hide the hide the nipple. Hide the nipple. Yeah, because the nipple is the the one part that sets everyone. I off. don't know why. It's not. It's not <laughs> I the don't shape make the rules or anything like that. It's the nipple. <laughs> and it, you know, I don't make the rules. Because that's the part Which that is, feeds the baby. And, and, that, and, and that's kind of fucked up too. If you think about, it. nobody's <laughs> ever had a problem showing the guy's nipples, but as soon as it's a woman's nipple. <laughs> Which, I mean, I get it in the sense of, like, you don't want to, like, make anybody into a sex object, but, like, there's, like, a weird fucking dude, line. Dude, side boob, okay? Like, yeah. And no, that's and a sex I, object and, and, in and of itself. I don't, like, I'm not even, like... Abs, abs, that's a... Male abs, that's a sex object. Like, like, the thing is, like, at the end of the day, I advocate for the options of choice, right? But, like... I think you do whatever the artist intends. Nah, no, I don't even agree with that. Um, because I think that after after art has become such a large thing, like if the, for instance, The Witcher, somebody goes, "I'm taking artistic um, privilege on this." No, you're not, because here's the thing. Well, in it's that a, case, it's the original artist, but it's, not it, the game artist. Sure, you have to go with the original. Fine, artist, with but the I, original theme. So if you're making something wholesomely fresh and new, it's up to you, the creator, to decide what kind of world you want this to be. But the thing is that, uh, and sure, as the creator, then that's fine. But the thing is, at the end of the day, if somebody that is not the creator makes a change. I don't know. Like even if like this is like such a weird fucking area. We should just get started. <laughs> yeah, let's gonna... just get started with this. Episode. That was the preamble to episode one hundred and seven of Road to Geek Official Podcast, and I hereby plan to make every game with TNA. Thank you. So that will be <laughs> that will be the new policy moving forward for the games industry, and we we have established it here on episode one hundred and seven of Road to Geek Official Podcast. This is Alex Austin in a room with me today. We have Plebe and Adam, and also Rob and Rob. I, thought, I always think you're going to say something else because he's always like plebeian educated Adam, plebeian what was the previous one, plebeian pirate Adam. Uh, well, see, I don't have a shaky view of myself. I know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> they my, fully realize Rob, just yeah, Rob. My daddy <laughs> didn't hug me enough or too, or, or hug me too much. I can't tell. <laughs> Either way, it's caused <laughs> mental. My, my dad has hugged me where uh, the number is X, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's algebra for the kids out there. So, and, <laughs> or so something. On, on this episode of Road and Give Fish podcast, I, I honestly, guys, I don't even, I don't even really know what the overarching theme is going to be. There is some new stuff that we can cover today. It's I'm not, feeling not, like the overarching theme of today is Rob and I arguing. We've been just it's arguing since we got in the, the vehicle. Wonderful. We got in the car today. So, what you guys don't know? Let's we, not get into it. No, it's, we're not going to get into that story. But we. <laughs> we Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. It depends on... on Ex talk about metaphysical and existential shit. Yeah, sometimes. Rob and I have known each other for far longer than I care to admit. And <laughs> that leads to very fucked up conversations. <laughs> yeah. 
And I don't, sometimes we just get in the car and it's immediate arguing. Yeah, yeah. And then we get out of the car like normal people and just walk up and order things like from Taco Bell. We get back in the car like normal people and then continue to argue. The second the second you sit down in the car, Rob's like, hey, you got your peanut butter and my chocolate. And then no. you're like, you got chocolate and my peanut butter. No, it wow. usually starts with, hey, remember the last time we had this conversation or. We never finished that conversation. Or, <laughs> or that. Years ago, years or months ago. Oh, it's happened. Uh, it's happened. It's happened. It's hilarious. Uh, See well, yes, brood war argument. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> now so, we yeah. do we do have some news items though. I know Adam, you probably have prepared some news items. I also have a couple, and I'll I'll sort of knock them off here as as we go through, yeah. and then uh, I think it'll be playing and watching heavy for this yeah, episode. I don't think it'll be a long one to be honest. No. So well, we always say articles. that, but <laughs> well, yeah, it's there true. wasn't a whole lot of news going on. No, there week. wasn't. It was I mean, really, it was uh, all it was dwarfed by the. The Trump Barona. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's uh, it's, <laughs> and honestly, this is the this is the calm before the Q4 storm for the gaming world. Uh, yeah. obviously for the, for the world at this for, point. For the world, for the film world, that world is not coming back till next year apparently because no. even, even James Bond got <laughs> well, pushed we back. Still got, to be fair, we got we Mandalorian. Still got Mandalorian. We still got Wonder Woman. Thank. The, the Wonder Woman? Yeah, as far as I'm aware, it's still supposed to be this year. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think you're right in November. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, or no, was it Christmas Day? Is that oh, the I one that's remember. supposed to drop on Christmas Day now? I don't remember exactly So James Bond got pushed back to 2021. Last week we talked about also Marvel properties uh, that getting pushed. They getting yeah. pushed back as Except well, for so. the TV. WandaVision is still supposed to be this year. Yes. Well, I mean, so that's all MCU separate from the, uh, from the actual theater district, though, right? So. Yeah. I, yeah. Now, funny enough, uh, last time we had a conversation about it, I also mentioned that the, and Marvel has announced so many shows for Disney Plus that I, I couldn't believe that they weren't doing any kind of casting yet, right? We were just talking about this. We just and pushed then, them all back. And then, yeah, and then before you know it, like literally that same day or the same evening or the next day, they cast uh, Miss Marvel. So this right. has yeah. happened now. Yeah. Yep. So this has happened now. They have a young actress to play her, yeah, which is pretty I cool. I looked her up, and unfortunately, my opinion is okay. Yeah. She has, I don't have it's an opinion actor, of isn't her. It? Yeah. Kid, y- younger actor. I don't know. I this isn't one of those things where I'm like, oh my god! Like when Robert Downey Jr. got Iron Man, yeah, I immediately, oh, hell like, yeah. holy shit, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. when yeah. when Steve, uh, what's his name, Chris Evans got Rogers, I went, yeah. holy shit, yes. Yeah. This is like, okay. I mean, Marvel hasn't failed me on casting, so I have no reason to believe right. Brie Larson, but <laughs> <laughs> exceptions. Um, yeah, but hey, she can act from a certain point of view. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't even know about. Um, I'm not even going to get into that conversation. I think that that thing is a whole bag of like opinions. But at the end of the day, I don't think that it's worth getting into. <laughs> okay, then we won't. So <laughs> we already on. have. We already have. Let's not fall down that fucking hole again. <laughs> so what I do have for news, though, uh, Squadrons just came out in the last week. It's gotten pretty good Bullshit reviews game. overall. Yeah, totally crap. Yeah, oh, I'm sure, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob, have, I'm sure. <laughs> just <laughs> based on some of the reviews I've seen online, I don't know why, but I don't believe you. Yeah, no, it's So it's you've been great... playing it, though? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So so we'll save that for playing and watching then, I guess. Haven't fucked up a single placement match yet. And Nice, Sweet. nice. Yeah. And did you play any of the single player campaign? Uh, a little bit. Okay, not much. Cool. So we'll get into that then. And uh, so that that was my first bit of news. So wow. we're cruising through. Wow, my that news. that so yeah, really potentially short episode. So twenty minute episode of Ronin Geek Fish. But I have I have more news. So there was calls from the community around CD Projekt Red uh, fans of right. The Witcher and Cyberpunk, and they like... said they said, look, we don't want this to be another Red Dead Rockstar Studio situation where you're crunching these employees to the bone, trying to kill them right before this game goes out. So they said we're good if you just push it till next year. Some people said this, not me. 
No way. Honestly, that's the thing is, um, so they CD Projekt Red made a promise that they weren't going to do crunch. Yeah. They said that that was a bad habit. They didn't want to do it. They made a lot of promises. Mm. And then and they promised that they're not going to delay it again. It's like, yeah. uh-oh. Which is fine. <laughs> but the, that's the perfect story. If you've said, we're not going to do this and we're not going to do this, but you need to do one or the other. <laughs> Here's the deal. True. Yeah, what I find strange is, and I'm all, I tend to find that I'm, I'm a middleman. I, I tend to have a middle opinion, which just pisses off everyone. Sure. Um, but <laughs> it's just how I am. On one hand, I'm like, okay, yes. I, I think the answer is if pushing it back will completely stop that, hmm. I think, yes, that should be done. I'm okay with pushing it back. I'm yeah. not in any hurry. I don't, I, I'm sorry, but I'm, we, I don't We've already lost anything. a year. Let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have terminal anything. I, you know, unless a car hits me, I'll, I'll survive for another year. Yeah. So. Duly noted. <laughs> and then Adam got the wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm fine with that. I'd rather let these people have a normal, happier life. If all it means is it pushes back by two, three months, four months. Yeah. Like the game's pretty much already done from what they've been explaining. It sounds like it's just at this point they're doing wrap up. Yeah. But on the other hand, in a lot of the businesses I know, people tend to not feel the pressure. Until, until the pressure's there. Up until yes. the pressure's there. So. I get the feeling like no matter how long you push it off, yeah. there will always be a crunch, crunch. time. Yes, it's because o- they just there's just more stuff that they do. Right, well, there's more even, phases just, of testing. There's it, more. It, it, the analogy is a pressure cooker. Until there's pressure, you're not cooking. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I see that it's in every business. Right. It isn't just game gaming. This is my business that I I work in. Certainly, our business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I don't think this is. I, I think the way it's treated, the hey, if you don't do this, you're fired. Bullshit is bullshit. Yeah, but. I don't see a problem with hey, we need crunch down, crunch time. Please volunteer for this as long as we pay you. As yeah. long as it's volunteering, as long as it follows labor laws. And, and if people say no, you don't fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we could always use the example of say like Japanese nationals, right? A lot of Japanese businessmen work to the hardest of anybody in the entire world, as an yeah. example, right? Yet they live the longest. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. It's, uh, who purpose. knows, man? Who it's knows? Purpose. It's purpose. It's um, purpose. Yeah, it's but purpose. to my understanding, CD Projekt Red is still kind of has that if you don't work, there's a bit of a negativity on your mark. Yeah. So I, a lot of people are giving CD Projekt Red um, kind of some leeway here. The, oh, but we like them. They're not EA. Right. No, you don't give them leeway. You treat no. them the same as everyone else. Everyone else, yeah. If they can push it and not have it as bad, do Good. it. Good, yeah. I don't think they'll ever get away with not having crunch. There's going to be some percentage of one or the other, yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's what you but do. You can reduce You it. just put on yeah. a fresh pot of, of kielbasa, and you get those guys back in there working. It's a <laughs> yeah, Polish game Polish. studio. They right. love it. They so love it. There's this uh, crazy cool thing that you can actually use. Um, Cocaine. <laughs> uh, yes, correct answer. Moving on. <laughs> that's, ex- that's literally exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I was Trebek, building, what I was, is cocaine? <laughs> I was building up a much, a much better thing, and fucking Captain Cocaine jumps in here with cocaine. C. O. C. I would like to finalize the answer. Cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, cock. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get this game done, we're going to shove a giant fucking techno cyber dildo so far, cock so far up your ass. Oh, God, don't get it done, sir. Is the yeah. answer cocaine? Cocaine. So, uh, good news, though. The game has officially gone gold as of today, so nice. I guess nobody has to worry about this anymore. So they released a knife. Well, yeah, uh, so I don't, think, any, I don't think anyone gave a fuck about Like, I think everyone knows the game's coming out at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, in my opinion, the whole reason they pushed it back was just to put it 
closer to the release dates of the actual next-gen consoles, which obviously they've, yeah. they've succeeded in doing for all intents and purposes. I think it'll help them drive a little bit more in terms of incremental sales. So anyway, that's Cyberpunk. It is officially coming out November 19th. That is a Thursday. So look out. That would be Wednesday night if you're doing your, your local midnight launches, which there certainly will be for this game pretty much everywhere you're listening to this. Yeah, I'm just going to wait till Steam will let me download it. Yeah. Uh, same day (laughs) and yes that's pretty exciting but those are all the real news items i have today so did you guys check out the monster hunter live action teaser it's i assume that it's like any other fucking live action anything it's bullshit It is absolutely. I I don't know whether you which, looked at which my names notes were on, attached. To it's like there right, right up names. there with fucking Death Note and like Doom <laughs> the movie. It's like Jesus Christ, just stop. <laughs> it's like you're you're fucking torturing everybody in this process. If you if you want to make a video game into a movie, here's an idea: don't make it live action. Make it CG. Yeah, you have so much better choices uh, to make it right, and also it's closer to the actual format. You can make it live action. For certain games, or you could just not, or you could just not, well, <laughs> or you could just not. Pretty good, or you could just not. Yeah, The Witcher turned out pretty well. Or you could just not. But The Witcher was more based on the book rather than the True. game. Yeah. They just and took inspiration from the game because they knew that they needed to connect to that because that's yeah, yeah. what everyone connected. But yeah, here's yeah. a crazy idea: let's not use the outlier as the shining example. Let's use it as a hey, that's an outlier. That's and, true, and not do it. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't that mean that it's right for every property? No, now? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Doesn't Are mean that at all. Sure? I think live action Sonic worked. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, but here's the thing, Rob. Though. You're, you're basically it like an it actual... wasn't live action Sonic. It was a movie with Jim Carrey in it that everyone saw. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sonic was so just right. like it's just like the the salt on the glass. You really don't give a fuck if it's there or not. <laughs> we're, we're definitely Adam and I are definitely playing the role of Netflix studio execs here, and Rob is absolutely playing the role of like disgruntled. Like, no, I'm playing, I'm playing the role of somebody with a fucking brain. <laughs> like, here's the thing, right? I would love. I would. I would. I would love nothing more than to see some of my favorite games made into live-action movies. But here's the thing: you have to point to me at some point in the in the expanse of any time that this has happened, and you show me more than one fucking example where this worked well. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. So Secret I, of the use. Yep, that's a good one. Totally go fucking ninja, stands. Ninja, My statement go. stands. <laughs> because I feel like it does it now that I said that. Here's the, here's the thing. If I want to if I'm going to watch one of these shows and I immediately want to come out of there and go like, hmm, I don't think I need the skin anymore on my body because <laughs> I just watched that movie. And the skin is stopping me from getting to my eyes, so I'm just going to remove all my skin and then pull up my eyes. <laughs> it's probably not something that anyone should do because somebody who's a little bit more off kilter than me is going to fucking do it. <laughs> Tomb Raider with 1998 Angelina Jolie. See, here's the thing. Boom! Here's the thing. You're wrong. It was an entertaining action movie. It was a terrible Tomb Raider movie. It wasn't even yeah, an entertaining true. action movie. It was the, yeah, I, I agree with both of you. It was, it was, it was a terrible Tomb Raider movie, and it was a terrible action yeah, movie. Yeah. But here's the thing. Majority of action movies do suck. The majority. You get, like, here's the thing. Yeah, I, will say, right, yeah. I will say action movies are fun, and you're going to name like 10 action movies that are awesome, and the rest of them suck balls. But that's true with any movie. Yeah, 100%. there are always more oh, shitty movies than there but are good the movies. Here's the thing: I'm not defending anything. I'm attacking the shit out of everything. Huge <laughs> <laughs> indiscriminate hate. Like I am, I am employing, I'm employing the napalm tactic. Fuck all y'all. 
like at this point. Oh, there are hostile rob today. No, like, the, okay, here's the thing. There's ways to do it, but nobody's going to put forward the money. So fuck all of you. That's true. So Yes, indeed. If you remember all your time spent in Monster Hunter, those fantasy worlds of running through the jungles, just uh, you and a yes. bone sword. Yes, yes. Alex yeah. has never played the fucking game. Yeah, that's fine. Um, your <laughs> no, giant no. bone sword made of you know leather and teeth of monsters you've slain before. Dragon and scales. Also, your AK-47 and your uh, MP-14. Yes. Yep. On yeah. your Jeep Humvee, American I Jeep made those Humvee. also from bits of monsters. Yeah. Yes, so yep. the, the 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 muzzle on the M14 is uh, is a dragon dick. Yep, and yeah. your chain gun mounted on top of the mm-hmm, Jeep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember you mm-hmm. remember playing game that yeah, 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 part yeah, of that yeah. game, right? Yeah, is it a rotary one or is it before you get that upgrade? Oh yeah, no rotary, full rotary. Oh, fantastic, awesome. Yeah, yeah. no, this is this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Not Monster Hunter at all. Wait, I was I was gonna look it up. There, there were some big names actually attached to the yeah, show. Yeah, Mila Jehovah's is. The yeah, name yeah, one. that's right, that's right. Yeah, Mila. So, yeah. so, so here's a fun thing. It's probably still gonna be shit. <laughs> yep, it's gonna be shit. But I have always stated that I will gladly say I'm wrong if it's not shit. Oh my yeah. god, it's gonna be shit. <laughs> uh, so Shadowlands got delayed. Yeah. Does anyone care? No, it sounded mm. like it needed to be. Yeah. To, from the from like from what I understand, it's they're doing it to make the changes that the community has been like, "Hey, fuck you guys, make yeah. these changes." Yeah. So I think it's a good thing. It, they they it, they give the you the the thing they uh, they blamed was COVID. I went okay. No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, here, here's, here's, here's the thing. At the COVID. end of the day, this is one thing that's always blown my mind. I understand that there's a reason to do public testing for betas to mm-hmm. make sure that your product doesn't like you know suck the balls. Yeah. But here's the thing: majority of people don't listen to the community mm-hmm. when they're when the community goes, "Hey, problem over here." Those problems always get addressed after launch. Yeah. So, like the the fact that they are yet again potentially doing that, it's good. No, no, is bad. Oh, wait, but what? the fact that they're not doing that, where they're actually <laughs> delaying the game now, then making the fix is good. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was, I was with Adam, and we went all yeah, the way back around. <laughs> yeah, you just, you jumped the gun on the, uh, on yeah, the yeah. sentence. We, oh, we I knew, you knew where I was going. Cocaine. I was not there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, we needed to hit a cocaine on that one. So we would have gotten there so much faster. Jesus. Are you a fan of movies or comics or video games? Or just anything else nerdy? Well, you should check out the Zing This Podcast. And that's spelled Z-E-N-G. This. And we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies, as well as video game discussions. Mm-hmm. Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes. Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing, Zing This. So Peter Cocaine. Parker. Cocaine. Sorry. So in the last Spider-Man game, uh, the model of Peter Parker. Sure. They're, oh, God, this. <laughs> they're remastering it for the new consoles. For the sure. New generation. And they're making it more like Tom Holland. And they're making it look more like Tom Holland. Like, <laughs> it's not specifically supposed to be Tom Holland. It's just a younger Peter Parker that coincidentally... Oh. Looks r- reminds you of Tom Holland. Yeah, sorry, cat just 
uh, clawed me, so I'm I'm now putting it in detention. Oh, <laughs> kitty detention. I don't. Do, do you guys have any opinion of that? Like, does that mean <laughs> so, anything to you? Does, does it mean anything on me? On the I think Twitter, it's great for Tom Holland. On on the Twitter where where you guys don't don't currently play. Yeah. So Brian Intahar, who's one of the studio heads for uh, Insomniac Games, mm-hmm. so uh, he actually came from I believe he came from games journalism actually from EGM way back in the day. Anyway, so he actually put out a tweet that said something along the lines of like, "Hey." Please, everyone who didn't like this, please stop threatening to kill me and my family over this or something Holy to shit. that effect. So that's because fucked up. It's, but, but this is the thing. Every time there's a change like this in games- People get mad? Yeah, people get mad to the point where it's just absolutely absurd. So yeah, he's receiving death threats over this about changing the look of Peter Parker in a fucking video game. <laughs> I don't think like, it fucking matters. It literally doesn't matter. You know, know what I Am tweeted I the back? Am that doesn't care? Know no, what I tweeted back? No, here's the thing. It doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Yeah, I said turn him into a gay Asian woman, and, and, and I said I don't care. I don't care. Fuck with him. I like, don't, yeah, no, I wouldn't care either. Yeah, go for it's it. It's called the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> don't care. Don't. Anyway, care. yeah, that's fucked, man. How stupid. I mean, stupid that people got angry about it. You know what? I don't actually care what he looks like. They can just do Spider Verse, do the whole game in a different language with subtitles. Fuck everybody. Imagine, imagine being <laughs> I would the guy. No subtitles. Raw, raw. Don't even give a fuck. I'll figure it out through UI context alone. Yep. <laughs> That's the challenge of the game. It's like it's like Dark Souls. You have to figure it out, but you get no language help. You have to figure out when people are angry or happy, but they only speak in German language. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. Let's do it. Fuck it. I'm serious. It's Mulga Diesel Spider Man. <laughs> Translated. I love you, Spider Man. Yeah, actually, yeah, pretty damn close. Um, so uh, anyway, I think it'd be weird to be the guy though. Like, uh, who was pissed about, say, like, uh, who was the previous, the first Spider-Man in the movies, the big one? Tobey Maguire? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Andrew Garfield became the second one. Imagine if the guy who was, like, angry about this also, like, was writing angry letters or calling freaking you know, Tobey Maguire. <laughs> like, fuck you, buddy. What the fuck are you doing stepping down? Like, he didn't have a Jesus, contract or Andrew something. Garfield, stop messaging me. <laughs> like, Jesus, <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Andrew Garfield took it way too far. It's bizarre, man. Did he, he got the part. He was terrible. <laughs> I didn't think it was terrible, but eh. So last bit of news. I'll leave the last discussion for our playing and watching where Rob <laughs> and I will probably, one of us will not leave this place alive. Or we'll agree and it'll be nothing. Yeah, maybe. Interesting. You know, we can never tell. No. Um, Interesting. I, I put something forth in Discord and we're like, hey, we're going to discuss on the podcast. I don't even remember the conversation. All, okay, all I will give you is what Rob responded to. I'll be honest with you, I was working and not paying attention. So. Fair enough. So I put up all the news on, on our Discord. So hey, if you join our Discord, you can see what we're going to have on our next episode. Yay, we're going to have that. We'll soon. have that soon enough. Sweet. Rob's working on it. Um, so after all my list of things, that my news articles, Rob's first response was, I swear to fucking God, the last line will be your last line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You haven't figured out why yet. No, not you? yet. No, we're okay, I, rem- this- I remember this conversation in my so mind now. Listen so. to that later in this episode. Oh, that's fucking annoying. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. So my last bit of news isn't really a bit of news. It's um, it's kind of tied to my plane of watching because, God, do I love this game. But Hades is setting itself up to possibly be the first air quotes indie game to get year of uh, game of the year award. There is only one other thing that arguably um, got that award first. This, this is your game of the year. No, 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 like the game of the, the year. game. Like people okay. are, and we talked about this last week. So this was from. Uh, yeah, I started playing it last week. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll discuss more in our playing and watching, okay. but Hades, yeah, from <laughs> Super Giant, and the only other game to potentially get a game of the year award. You get this entitled uh, Untitled Goose Game. So here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> First Christ. off, Untitled Goose Game, 
is amazing. So if anybody downplays it, fuck you. <laughs> um, also, it's got co-op now, so double fuck you. Um, the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, no, Goose Game's <laughs> awesome. Um, but no, the one thing I, that blows my mind about this is like, first off, awesome. I hope they get it. I really do. Super Giant Games is good. They deserve it. Sure, they deserve it, 100%. But I mean, like, at the end of the day, I think everyone knows this. You're getting it because everything else got delayed because of COVID. Because, no, Cyberpunk would have been out. If you think that it's going to beat Cyberpunk as game of the year, not going to happen. Yeah. Sorry, it's just not. You're probably right on that one. Like, here's the thing. I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I think they totally do. I think they totally do. But here's. Oh, dude, Last of Us Part 2 or. Something like that would definitely take yeah, and, it for and this Among year. Us, and I don't Among think us can't take I don't the think cake it should because Among Us came out in 2018, yeah. so like you can't take the cake there. I don't think that Last of Us Two should take La- it from Last it because of Us it was divisive. No, not even that though. But like the thing is, like Last of Us Two, regardless of the fucking social commentary, was not an amazing game. Yeah. It was a good game. It was a very good game, from my understanding. I've not played all of it. I've played some of it. Listen, what buddy, I played. If you keep talking about my favorite fucking no, game of thing. all time like that, you're dead. No, you're the, dead. The one thing to, to realize is like I'm talking like the average Twitter user here. I don't even think that they're going to be that mad because at the end of the day, the game is good. It is very good, yeah. and I'm not arguing that. Is it game of the year material? No, I completely agree with you. But that's I've never because played the game and have no official, <laughs> well, no official <laughs> ability to, to have an opinion on this. I agree with no. you. We are obviously the authorities on this subject. Mechanically, a very sound game. Graphically, looks great. I don't think the story was bad at all. But it was way too safe. Was it was it? a very safe game. At the end of the day, sure, some of the topics that it approached were not safe. But... I'm talking about it from a game's perspective, not a story perspective. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I was kind of hoping for... You kind of ruined my hope because I was like, yeah, Hades, an indie game. This game's amazing. Super Giant Games. I've loved pretty much every game they've ever put yeah. out. I love their art. I love their music. And no, me too. then you're like, oh, by the way, Adam, Cyberpunk. And I went, fuck! <laughs> yeah, but no, not, not even just Cyberpunk. There's a variety of other games that got delayed too. I mean, like Vampire the Masquerade. I don't think that would have won. Bloodlines 2? Are you kidding me? I nope. wouldn't have won over Hades. Probably not. Definitely would have won over. Definitely wouldn't have won. Cyberpunk, I think, has got Game of the Year, hands down. I think you vastly underestimate probably. how much Bloodlines 2 is. I probably got for probably people. Am. But anyway, but yeah. Fuck that no. game. No, fuck I, that I, game with no. a broad stroke brush. Yeah. You want to die, brother? <laughs> no, I, you want to go? <laughs> at the end of the day, though, I think, uh, yeah, Hades deserves it. Sure. So you should fucking play it. I love I love that we've taken it was on, on the sale. Role of I was the gonna... active Twitter gaming community, and it's just. The most utter, no, like, like, violent. Just wrestlers. Yeah, it, now, now it's turned into wrestlers. Yeah. I will tweet you so bad. <laughs> Jesus. Let's I move along it. before I. We're good. I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Playing oh, with the dials man. here. Uh, so, anyway, move, moving on to the next news item. What, what else did you have for. Nope, that's Playing it. and watching. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Playing so, and watching. That's all we got left. We're going to do I have a little, bit of, a little bit of shit, but it's not really news. This might be a one hour long episode by, no. the, by the time it's all yeah, said. Yeah, probably. Done, hopefully. We've got to do another bump <laughs> immediately. <laughs> nah. Nah, <we laughs> all right, so we'll get, we'll get through it here. Actually, so I got a couple things to talk about for playing and watching that sure. are a little bit more like feature items, so we might go over the half hour here, so just so everyone is aware. So, buckle in. You know, if you're if you're if you're driving and your drive was only going to take you a half hour, pull over somewhere for 15 minutes, enjoy, and then the episode will be over by the time you get back on the roads. So, <laughs> there you go, or by the time you get to your destination. So uh, you can really take your time. Take the scenic route with Ronan Geek Official Podcast today. So what I wanted to talk about was I watched finally uh, Cobra Kai. 
Season one and two on Netflix. Did you like it? Oh, I fucking loved it. It's great, eh? I absolutely fucking it loved it. No, but here's the thing. So I'm trying to understand this properly. We've been telling you to watch certain shows for the last few weeks, and then you went on your way to watch fucking Cobra Kai. Okay, yeah, you know what? That is correct. Rob's right. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is 100% correct. Yes, absolutely. Okay, you so here's the thing. You the nail right on the head. I also watch more Big Brother and more Love Island, so there you go. <laughs> All right, I rest my case. Six feet under, right next to Alex's body. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever not watch the fucking shows I tell you to watch. You guys, see, you guys. You need to watch Lovecraft Country. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> brother, I don't even care about that show as much anymore. It's the boys and lower decks. I want them to watch. You're watching the boys, so yeah. I watch. I'm all caught up on the boys. Oh, good. Okay. I have Prime. It's it's HBO. I currently don't have access to. All right. So anyway, what were we talking about? You were talking about brother or Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, very good show. In fact, um, I think it is probably closer in spirit to the original film and the first 10 minutes of the second film than anything else that has come out with the Karate Kid since then, including the second half of Karate Kid 2. Probably. Sure. I feel like it's a more grown-up version of it uh, because the first one, you clearly... Uh, obviously, we nowadays, we've broken it down to they're, a more gray area story. Mo- they're modernizing the story. That's all they're doing. Yeah, correct. I, yeah. I, you know, they designed the original movie to be very wh- black and white. Yes. And somehow, because of the way it was filmed, people have been able to pull from it this gray area story. And yeah. all they did was modernize it and take that. I think they did a good job. Yeah, well, I, I think I think I it's think... the same uh, thing as the going from God of War three to to the new God of War. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I need to go and look it up to see just how much of a hand uh, Ralph Macchio and um, oh, who's who plays uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny? Uh, uh, how much William Zabka, I... Billy Zabka. Ah. Yeah. So I don't know how much of a role that they had in it, or potentially even uh, who plays John Kreese, that actor as well. It's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I, I'm curious uh, if any of these original actors maybe had a hand in on that concept. Maybe because maybe they've been thinking about it for no. decades. That maybe According maybe there's to this their, to the docu like to the behind the scenes and documentaries yeah. and stuff like that. Basically, they were approached by these creators who wanted to do this. Yeah, yeah. So these creators had this and it, this idea. was back when it was on YouTube. Yeah, premium. yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah, yeah. Even before, like before, before it came that, out, obviously. Right. Yeah, right. And they approached them and said, "We'd like to do this thing. It's going to be more like this." And they already had the concept built out. And mm-hmm. I guess they pitched it to them, and they're like, yeah, that's like any other one solid, else would be. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. A, you've got a full idea there. Let's do <laughs> Hold this. Hold on. You're going to make me relevant again as an actor? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even saying to be mean, but like, seriously, yeah, of course, it's a stupid thing to say no to. Yeah. Absolutely. A couple things really impressed me about it, though. I mean, one was the fact that it could really, it did a great job treading the line between what I'm calling the Karate Kidiverse, which is this silly sure. universe where somehow. Like doing karate in a dojo has actual stakes in the world outside of the dojo. I think that's which... a part of the story of this is that it kind of doesn't matter. It only matters, it matters to these to them. people, but yeah. no one else in the universe gives two shits. But it's like, but, I mean, it, but it's, it's like, like that's the case for most stories, though. Yeah, it is like well, all encompassing for them, though, right? Everyone who kind of gets drawn in from the sidelines into the story end up experiencing it to a greater or lesser extent, right? It's and, just... and funny because it's a small town story where it's like it's the main event the thing that everyone knows about in this one small town yeah yeah. you would bet that if you walked away from that small town everybody like who (laughs) it's not even a small town it's a city called Reseda connected to greater los angeles metropolitan area this just happens to be on the other side of the hill from like the valley so it's just that's what it is so it's it's just it's really funny to think about but it's uh, it really does capture the uh, the spirit of the original. In fact, in the second season, they're even getting into like uh, 
uh, Miyagi's old house or yes. some likeness of it, right? And and sort of building that all back up and getting the mythos going around it again. Uh, the first season was heavily about Billy Zabka kind of getting back into Cobra Kai as a way to like empower himself and empower his students. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and he learned a little bit along the way, but that didn't really come to fruition until the very end. And then in the second season, his character arc really takes a, a huge yeah. arc in, in, in the second it's season. It's about the same, making the same mistakes as his master the second season. Right. He's clearly being pushed on his path to Cobra Kai keeps ratcheting up to what it was. Yes. And he's trying to hold it back. Like, no, don't make right. it like it was. Right. And they did a really good push and pull on that, so I was really impressed. So it was, uh, and 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 credit to the writers and the actors who kind of had to play that right throughout. I can't remember the the, the number one Cobra Kai student what that kid's name is. Anyways, he does phenomenal in the show, yeah. and uh, and and I love seeing the evolution of this character. And 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 there are ups and downs, like al- along the path. Uh, from the beginning of the first season to the end of the second season. And it's really fascinating to see how it all kind of culminates. Uh, another thing that it does really well and I was very impressed by was still able, they were still able to make this somewhat of a heartfelt event. Yeah. So there's there's flashbacks that you don't really have warning for that kind of take you back into the original Karate Kid film and, and the first part of the second film to kind of detail what did happen to these guys. You know, what what, what would it be, 30 you know, 35 years ago, you know, at the time the show came out, right? Yep. So, it, so it's absolutely fascinating the way that they did that. And uh, and honestly, it, it is heartfelt. Like, it was it was great seeing those flashbacks. So these characters are looking back and thinking, like, you know, did did I turn out to be the person I thought I would be in that moment? You yeah. know what I mean? And it, it, it actually carried a little bit of weight. But the show, to its credit, even when it got into these moments where there's this self-reflection going on in things, they're not taking themselves so seriously in the show you know what i mean like it's not there's a lot of tongue-in-cheek moments in the show which i really like about it yeah and they they really tread the line well and then a lot of cool modern adaptations of 80 songs too the show (laughs) creators and the writers clearly loved that you know karate kid averse yeah yeah and they clearly were inspired by it you can tell they are true fans yeah yeah, I'm I'm absolutely blown away by it. Honestly, I think uh, I think they did a phenomenal job. There is a season three officially in the works. In fact, uh, yeah. just today, uh, the writers were teasing that 2021? they're 2021. Yeah, 2021. They're hoping it's going to be able to come out by the end of the year. And uh, the writers were actually teasing a fight scene bigger than the final fight scene in season two. I won't spoil anything for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, but they're saying it's going to be a bigger fight scene than even that one. And that was a huge fight scene. Nice. So it was it was awesome. So for anybody also who's into action. There is some good action in this. Uh, a lot of good laughs, too, because I, I love that uh, Billy Zabka's character, Johnny, uh, his, the world has kind of moved on without him, in a sense. Yeah. And he, he's not up on the technology, and he's still very old-fashioned. And, uh, and, and, and that's very endearing about the character, right? But, uh, yeah, honestly, man, I, I think uh, I held off on it for too long. I think I was a little bit afraid because uh, the original Karate Kid is, like, one of my favorite films of all time. I love the original 1984 Karate yeah, Kid. I never liked it. So <laughs> I, I grew up with it, man. I loved it. And hey. uh, Karate Kid 2, I was always lukewarm, too. That's the one that takes place in Okinawa. Yep. Where Daniel-san has to fight this Japanese dude with, with arms that C- could, like, glass. crush coconuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the one where he has to karate chop glass. Yeah, yeah, he has to karate chop glass or whatever. And then the third one or was just... ice. That's what it was, ice. Yeah, yeah. And then the third one is actually where Daniel-san ends up kind of crossing over a little bit into the bad side oh, of things. I thought that was the second one. No, that's the third one. Oh. The second one takes place in Japan. Because yeah, he joins Cobra Kai in the third one. Right, right. So so there there is some precedence for this if you were to take all three films into account. But the I don't know, most of the second film is kind of... You know, really neither here nor there in terms of the story as far as this show goes. And same thing with the third film. I think there's only one flashback they did with Daniel-san from 
the second third, movie. The second movie yeah, and the third movie. They, remember, they did the ice thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, really, really good show. I highly recommend to anybody who hasn't watched it yet, definitely watch it through. I think it was, wasn't that long. It was like 10 episodes a season, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's all there, so just yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So 30, 35 minute episodes. Anyway, Cobra Kai season one and two, check it out. Then episode seven, so which is the penultimate episode of the season. Yeah, let's fuck this wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, use that. I'm gonna use that saying a lot more now. Do you not remember? Is when they're they're watching too? the cuck scene, and like, are you gonna be the guy who fucks oh, the wife? You're right, right. Yeah. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be the fluffer? The cuck fluffer? Yeah. I'm gonna be the fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be using that line. So that was a much. great analogy. So my. You know the you know the joke where you know you're watching a movie and it's a great movie, it's a great action movie, and it's only when your parents come in that the porn scene comes on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm watching the boys. Of course, my wife always knows that it's a weird show. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as she walks in the computer room, of course, is the that's one... exactly the scene where they're showing the the parodies. Is it is it the one where he's on the ground? He's like, bring him on. <laughs> yeah, the one the one. Is that is that when she walked in? Because that's amazing. Oh, no, it was it was the one where uh, Homelander was on the couch. Mm, yeah. Um, the cuck scene. The cuck scene. Yeah. And she just kind of goes like, "What the fuck, Adam?" Like the boy. She goes, "You know what? This makes sense." <laughs> I, I love that there's actually a show out there that porn parodies itself. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it. in the episode, that's amazing. Oh, it's 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 it, the the boys is so many levels above everybody else right now in my eyes. It is because it, it just is. it 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 doesn't take itself too seriously, but when it has to, it does very well. So let's talk spoiler moments in it, so we can kind of get our favorite moments out there. So from here on out, spoilers for episode seven of the boys. So maybe skip ahead ten or fifteen minutes. So. I absolutely loved uh, the way that um, Lamplighter went out. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I saw that coming. I saw him dying. I didn't. I didn't see I did. it coming. I, did. I knew he was going to die. I did not know he was going to burn himself. Oh, it's classic, right? It's like, think of all the old, like, like where the monks were lighting themselves on fire and protests and stuff like that. So, like, I was like, well, what's he going to do? Because if they're going in, he's going to do something in protest, right? True. And I was like, well... He could set himself on fire, and, and I said that while we were. I was watching it with a friend, and they're like, "That'd be fucked up." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's the boys." And then, sure enough, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what what a grand gesture though. That was yeah. amazing, and I, I love his little thing about like, "Oh, shit, they removed my statue." I really wanted to do it in front of the statue, and I'm like, "What's he gonna do?" And then, oh, self-immolation. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just love how I I absolutely adored the scene. Where Huey was cutting off his arm. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, that to me was the boys through and through. Oh, that's a hundred percent. I don't the even boys. give a shit. I just got to do this. Yeah. And he's not in, at this point. He's not even choking. Like he's not even vomiting anymore. He's just like, I just got to get through. I got to do it. Well, you have to remember, like, because this is like Huey now. Huey yeah. before would never have done that. I don't think. <laughs> no. I don't think he'd have the constitution. And then he's to running do it. down the hall with it, and Starlight's mom is like, <laughs> well, "Is that a human arm?" He's like, "Yeah, let's go." And then Starlight's like, "Is that a human arm?" He's like. <laughs> yeah no further conversation needed i love it the thing is also starlight's gotten to that point where it doesn't really affect her all that much yeah. anymore so i kind of like the eh, it's a, you know, like we've gotten to the point where yeah i just chopped off a dude's human arm that 
flayed himself, or I'm, not flayed himself, but flamed himself. I'm right? sorry. I loved that scene when they were watching porn. He's going through all the different things. He's like, uh, Starlight gets on the A train. He's like, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh wow, that's dude. fucked to think about. Oh, my God. No, I, I that was, it, it was a great episode. And I, there's great memes now from uh, Butcher where he's got the T. Yeah. And they, you know, oh, that's and my he's favorite. Watching. And he's looking right after He's looking right at the guy. At the, like, there's now yeah. memes and pictures of that. Of course. And it's just uh, stairs and uh, fucking diabolical. I've, I've diabolical. already, I've already used that gif of just him staring multiple times <laughs> <laughs> as a response to people. <laughs> so whenever, whenever we get tagged in something on Twitter, I'll usually post a funny gif. Like, uh, that's one of them I've been using. <laughs> it's nice. like the acknowledgement that I've Great seen the one. thing. Yeah. And then uh, I really enjoyed the part at the end the head popping scene where this right. girl whose name I don't know goes full Tetsuo Shima on this whole fucking place, right? Yeah. So there's a government right. hearing happening, a congressional hearing happening about the soups, and then uh, it's it's looking like it's looking like the the boys are finally about to blow the lid off this whole thing. So they got the previous CEO of Vought to come out and speak about the horrors and atrocities that they've committed. And just as he's about to take the stand, of course, his head explodes. Yeah, and so do the heads of like half the other people in the yeah. room. No, it was and, uh, it was fantastic. It was I so just... good. I love that Homelander was just like looking around, like, "Yep, okay." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, just, like, this is he, happening. I kind of took yeah. it as he was looking for the person that was doing. Yeah, it. I no, think he was. Nope, I don't think so. Because he, he think seemed so at his all. Head was moving yeah. quickly. So Which he, would imply at first, he at first wasn't he was, against it. <laughs> at first, he was surprised. Yeah, and then he realized, oh, I'm not being targeted. I would be dead already. Yeah, he would have been the first and one. Just, and then he was just like, okay, this is happening. Yeah, he would have been the I first he, one that she took out. Yeah, and, and I think he knows that. Mm-hmm. Or I don't he think, knows I don't, he can't be targeted. I don't think that's the case, though. So I wonder if this girl's thing then is going to be she's going to be all about like the the genocide and like cleansing, right? So because well, she's that's only killing humans in there. Kind of Stormfront's area. Yeah, but. Is it also this head popping girl who escaped from the? Well, yeah, no, I think it is the head popping girl, but I think it, I think that she's there under the auspices of like somebody else's oh, direction. Oh, so you think Stormfront has indoctrinated her, or is oh, 100%. using her? Okay, I think the propaganda may have gotten to her, or I think she's just lashing out. I, I personally, it's hundred percent possible. Out. It's hundred percent possible she's lashing out against the the scientist because fuck him. Because he's put her in that position, right. yeah. Um, and, I don't and think she would know that he'd be there, right? Because it was public. Yeah, I don't think she was working with Stormfront on this case. Either a the propaganda got to her, which I doubt. Um, I think more it was just random violence. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I think it was just random violence. I don't think so. Nope, I don't think it's random violence. I I I understand what your angle is. I think that's totally possible, but that feels. To Deus Ex Machina for the boys. Yeah, but the boys also, they do have moments of just pure chaos. Saves them. Sure. Pure chaos. Like, they do have Deus Ex Yeah, chaos. yeah, they do. Oh, wait. They, they do. She did kill the A-Train replacement guy. Yeah, she did. He, he, right. Come to think of it. But but who hated him? Stormfront. Because he was not white. No, no, no. The, the, the replacement, no, replacement A-Train was white. white. Not A-Train. The A-Train. replacement for A-Train? Was white. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah, he was white, and he had like an orange getup instead of a blue getup. Yeah. So I, d- I don't know why he got uh, killed. Maybe no, I think it was just random. I think he just got killed because it was funny. <laughs> I think he just got killed because <laughs> he he's exploded. a B plot character. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You're allowed to yeah. kill him. That's so cool. What was that guy's name? Marathon man. No, no, no that, that's Mr. Marathon. He was the one before he. Yeah. Oh, right, I don't remember right. the one after. I have no idea. Yeah, I have I don't no remember. idea. Anyway, the uh, the episode is super good. Great penultimate episode for season two. Uh, next episode is the final episode of. 
the season, which is pretty crazy to say already. Uh, we are, I guess it was a total, what, five weeks, six weeks, so that it went on be, for. Oh, right, because the first three. The first three came, came out at once, yeah. So next week is it. I'm curious what could happen. I'm curious what could possibly happen by the end of this season. I'm not going to lie. It feels kind of like if they do have closure this episode, it'll be very sudden. I think that they will. I think that Maeve is going to take her pass on Homelander and he's going to kill her. I think that's how this this season will end. So because Killing her, Maeve? Yeah. So I think I think I think Maeve, her story has kind of run its course at this point. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's any coming back from where she's gone to, right? Because her girlfriend now has discovered that she was with Homelander when they took the plane down over yeah. the ocean in season one, and she's absolutely horrified by it, as she should be. And uh, I believe that Maeve will take her swing on Homelander, maybe even A-Train will as well. And I think Homelander will take them both out by the end of the next episode. Maybe. That's my theory anyway. And also, maybe we'll see um, either Frenchie or Mother's Milk kind of die. I don't know yet. No, nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I yeah. think... The, um Stormfronts are, um, if anyone's going to die, it'll be, uh, Starlight's mom. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Or the leader of the boys, the girl, the woman who came back. Oh, Mallory. Mallory. Yeah, that'd be an easy one. Yeah, that'd be an easy one. They could, they could get away with that pretty easy. Anyway, so that's season seven. Looking forward to to episode eight. And then that's basically it for my playing and watching. All right. I'm going to let Rob take this one because I know that the last one I bring up will be a showstopper. Okay, well, we'll go, 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 out, go out on that note then. Really? I think, or, or I, I don't know. I, you're not giving me a clue as to how bad this argument is going to no, be. No, it's so. not even an argument. It's just me fucking want to smack you and then smack Alex. <laughs> you'll, under, you'll understand <laughs> once I give more context. Yeah, I can just do it now. You want me to just do it now? <laughs> All right, so let's, let's preface this. Hit me, Daddy. So let's start with playing and watching for me then, if we want to go there. So sure. watching for me, Lovecraft Country, I've been continuing that. Uh, I watched Troy again, and that's because I was inspired by the game Hades. Mm. Sure. Which, honestly, guys, I can't say this enough. So why did Hades inspire you to watch a shitty movie? Greek. Greek mythology. Oh, there's watched Spartacus. Yeah, I probably should. Uh, uh, it's I more know. Roman, but there's a lot of Greek times. Yeah, yeah, not quite the same. Then, wa- then watch uh, the <laughs> 300. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not too far off. <coughs> probably better off. So Hades, honestly, the writers did such a fan... I- did such a fantastic job. So there's these stories in these Greek myths where these characters do these reciprocal um, duties, if it were, or reciprocal occurrences. Because, you know, for example, um, uh, Sisyphus has to lift the rock yep. and it always falls down. Yep. Um, Persephone always, you know, goes to hell and Demeter, her grand- her mother, puts everyone in a cold because she's pissed off that, you know, Hades took her. Yep. But then she's allowed back every spring, which right. is Demeter lets off the winter, and Persephone comes with the spring. So there, and then it happens every season. So there's a lot of these reciprocal stories and these these things given to these Greek gods, these stories, these ancient stories that just are constantly repeat themselves. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like they were creating a new Greek god and his story. So you complete these tasks where your goal is to escape hell is to escape Hades yeah, yeah. constantly mm-hmm. and you always make it to the end and you always die there is nothing that you'll ever escape from that nothing you hmm. can't escape it and there is a concept that it's never outright said in the game that Zagreus is the who's the main character yeah he is the god of rebirth hence why he's constantly reborn oh. and he's the god of mortals he has bl- he has red blood like mortals okay 
which is strange. Yeah. Uh, only him and Hades has that. But the idea is that he makes it onto Earth. He makes it out of hell. He is reborn. He is born. Yep. And he lives a short period on Earth, on the mortal realm, mm. and then returns to Hades. So he is constantly born again like mortals. He is born, dies, born, dies, mortal life. Mm. He's a reciprocating mortal life. And they did this fantastically. I don't give a fuck about... I've never finished a roguelike. This is a roguelite. It's, yeah, it's a bit more gotcha. controlled and constructed than a roguelike. But less punishing? Less. No, it's not even that. You die a lot. I've died... I think I'm on like my 60th run or something at this point. Damn. Okay. Uh, I'm, at, I'm, I'm at about 30 to 40 hours at least. Okay, sweet. And every single time you die, normally when you die, it's like, oh, I gotta, okay, sure, you keep some bonus XP, right? Mm-hmm, kind of like Dark Souls, yeah. you keep some XP that keeps you going forward. Right. But really, death is all that, and you have to restart all over again. Every single time you die and you return to the House of Hades, you continue the story plot with all the people. With all mm-hmm. the characters. So you go and talk to each of the characters and continue each of their own intricate stories and you follow their stories and you help them out throughout the journey. Right. So when you die, it's not just a, oh, I got to start all over again. You're like, I get to continue the plot. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's smart design. So death That's is good. not just a restart. It's continuing. It's, it helps forward the story. You want to die because you you almost want to die so you can continue the story. Wow, man. It's kill me. Honestly, to a degree, it's amazing. <laughs> um, and as you go through, you learn, you get better runs. Now, I don't know. It took me probably twenty-one-ish runs to air quotes beat the game the first time. Yeah, yeah. You have to beat the game many times to actually get the credits. Okay, gotcha. Um, and it is phenomenal. The story is great. And this is where we lead into the <laughs> argument. <laughs> the argument. So. I games like these I usually have a co-pilot in my in my case my wife who sits there and reads and you know when we come up against a challenge we understand oh well this is new resource all about mm-hmm. and she's, she's like, like reading off Greek mythology to you pretty much yeah <laughs> seriously yes yeah, yeah I believe it I believe it yeah uh, we'll get curious about a certain god and in the game and we'll do research sure. and one of the topics that came up which was I think the first time I've ever heard it is a specific genre that this game attributes itself to or I should say people have attributed to it is hope punk hope punk hope okay. punk is the title this is so stop there okay so that's where rob i i want i want to reread uh, now now is the time to rebring this up hope punk a neat discussion of story narrative slash style genres and rob's answer to that was i swear to fucking god that last line will be your last line right <laughs> so round one he went so full twitter so full twitter here's here, here's the thing not really actually uh, for those of you who've been paying attention to the podcast and have been following along for a while, will recall a particular conversation that would not s- fucking stop, yeah. which that everything fucking ended in punk. So yep. as soon as I saw that, I was like, fuck yep. you. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. That's exactly where it was going. So I argued this uh, when I was discussing oh with my, my wife on the couch, um, Amanda. I-, I was like, this is stupid. I hate that the end of the word punk. Ah. And but I continue to do research on sure. it because yeah. I, I thought it was interesting, and I I saw like solar punk and diesel punk, and I'm like, okay, that that's all stupid. But what I came down to was cyberpunk was punk is anti-authoritarian. That's that's what the that's where the yes. punk part comes from in cyberpunk, which is the originator of the punk genre. Yep. So it comes from anti-authoritarian, anti like renegade kind of fight the system. Yeah, just like punk rock and. You know, exactly. All the other shit. Yeah. That... So cyberpunk makes sense because that's you. It's anti-establishment yeah. and it's cyber. 
Um, steampunk doesn't necessarily have to be steampunk. It can be steam whatever, steam mm-hmm. fantasy. Right. But it's not necessarily punk unless you're it's anti-authoritarian. Yeah. This game does fit the category of hope punk. And the reason I say that... Anti-hope? No. No, no, no. <laughs> um, because the punk aspect is anti-authoritarian. Yeah. Hades, who's the authority, your yeah. dad... Is like, you cannot escape hell. Stop doing this. He's mm-hmm. being authoritarian on top of yeah. you, trying to tell you what to do. And your character is saying, fuck you, boss. Yeah. Fuck you, dad. I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And you realize that the hope aspect, so that I think that fully sits really well sure. in the punk category. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because it's anti-authoritarian. It fits the description. It fits yes. that description. And as for the hope part, now that kind of bothered me because when I first started reading, I started reading as kind of like an S. SWJ, SJW, uh, SJW kind of thing. Like, oh, hope. He's not on Twitter, people. He's not on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, everything's hope and, and, and nice and smiles. But it does actually make sense because cyber is a certain concept. This is hope is a concept of it doesn't matter how shitty life is. You push for the right things and you always hope for the best. You always work towards the best and you believe that things can work out. And generally, the idea is things are supposed to work out. And this does fit in because the entire time you're playing through the story minor spoilers i'm not going to give any details but you're constantly thinking when's that left foot when's that left shoe gonna fall yeah when's that other shoe gonna fall i feel like i'm being lied to i feel like i'm mm-hmm. i'm being denied i feel like something's gonna go horribly wrong because yeah. you're being told something's gonna go horribly wrong you're fucking with the system stop fucking with the system mm-hmm. nothing ever does oh spoilers yeah it it, <laughs> it Almost, it's weird, but it's weird because you have this goal very early on, mm-hmm. and exactly what you wanted to happen happens happily, and they all they all live happily ever after. Yeah. But by the whole time you're playing through, you're like, when am I going to get fucked? When am I being lied to? It's anxiety. It's anxiety, because you, you, we're, we're living in this age of every time there's always something. So it's anxiety punk. Yeah. Anxiety no. punk. <laughs> yep. Nope. Too bad. I've relabeled it. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. We- but- we should say we're the foremost authority on punk genres in oh, the podcast. We world. are for sure. I uh, we are absolutely the foremost. In fact, interesting you bring this up, Adam. I'm gonna yeah. fucking because shut I recently down the took podcast. This. So is right this specifically now? the part that you? Yes, of course with? it was. But you agree with the whole punk that is a cool genre if if you follow those I, two I think it's, I think requirements. It's, I think it's stupid that people are making more genres just because. Because I feel like hope punk. That's like it's like it's stretched to just make your own genre. Kind of. Because like at the end of the day, it's like yeah, I can fucking spaghetti anything through through the fucking grinder. But like I mean, like it's just it's I like, agree. It's, it's sure titles. It's, it's accurate. It's accurate. Sure, it's a descriptor. Fine, but it's like it feels like it's a, it's they're grabbing at it because cyberpunk is popular, which is which is annoying. Well, because think about it this way, right? When The Witcher became popular, like The Witcher Three became popular, yeah, a lot of oh, games. Oh yeah, it's uh, fantasy punk. A lot of games stole from The Witcher because it was successful, which yeah. is indicative of the industry. Sure, mm-hmm. I'm not arguing that, but what I am saying though is that they've taken something that is a good game and they've devalued it by comparing it to something else I right think, off the bat. See, I think they're just giving it a. A genre. I can't it doesn't need a... to be though. It doesn't need to be hope punk. At any point, was anyone going, "Wow, I wish there was a way to define this genre"? No, because this game's already existed. Well, first of all, hope punk existed long before this game was ever made. I the know, title. but like it you're just got attributed. But to you're, it. A, yeah, that's the thing though, is that it's being touted that way. What do you, what do you give a genre that is a very positive 
story, a story of happiness and everyone, like the Disney stories. What heartfelt genre? Heartfelt. So you, you give it the heartfelt genre. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. I I'm call just it wondering, is the there feel a title good. for the Are you talking Disney like, films? I call that family punk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Thank you. Falls I'm done. firmly into family nope. punk. I'm no, done. I like the feel good title. I think that's also a pretty good. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, I got more good news for you guys because this week I have also discovered a new type of punk. That I thought I should bring up, and this whole conversation reminded me. <laughs> we need to talk about, in the vein of Barbarella, in the vein of, uh, I'm guessing Conan. that's supposed to be Buck Rogers, uh, we need to talk about Ray Punk. Yeah, Ray Punk. Ray Punk. Yeah, that's that, a type of punk that I don't I think, think we named. I think it's bullshit, because, I, I mean, so Squadron's really good. So I, <laughs> I loaded the game, and... Uh, We're transitioning into Squadron It was really fantastic. Like don't oh, you man. fucking say it. I see it on your goddamn lips. <laughs> Don't oh, you fucking do it. Trash punk. I will fall. Oh. Oh. All right. Garbage anyway. punk. Because Star Wars sci-fi is all garbage sci-fi. No, no it's star mm-hmm. punk. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I think... I, think so I, see, this... I see what Adam's doing here. And uh, I, I really was not aware that he wanted to walk home today. But <laughs> Seriously, what, what title do they give that kind of sci-fi? Like we're, we're like the science technology fantasy. is kind of garbage. It's made science of garbage. fantasy is what no, no, is what Star Wars is. Oh, what is it? Yeah. It's stagnation. It's a post dark era, post dark age. Yeah, but do they have a title for that kind of? Like, yeah, it's called Ray Punk. I just said it because they have you know sci-fi where there's the high end super like everything's clean and you know utopian. And Actually, that have, might be Ray sure. Punk. Sure. Well, think of it this way super though. Dystopian. But, in, but in Star Wars, there's a, there's worlds that are like that that are utopian, right? Like yeah. Naboo. Think of Naboo Star like. Biggest yeah. argument: Naboo starfighters versus the Empire starfighters. Yeah, that's true. So that's the thing is that they kind of fit. They can fit it wherever yeah, they want. That's the thing is story. Star Wars has become so big right now. You can't really Put give it, it a, a label other than like, yeah, it's a space opera. Yeah, it's a science fantasy. Yeah, it's like yeah, it can be a lot of things. But at the end of the day, is it any one thing? Not really. It's too big at this point. Yeah, you're, you're right on that. It's a sci-fi. Yeah. There, if but do you they wanted... have a title for that? Like the old school Star Wars, like the mm. the kind I call it the the I like to call like it the... like old gritty analog feel. The analog kind of technology that they yeah. use. Yeah, that, I would um, say uh, uh, v- Victorian futurism. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a word? I actually don't know if there is. I'd be interested to know if it was. Yeah. But I, I don't think there is now. Well, it's funny, too, about just Star Wars. And I'm saying this seriously. Not, I'm not going to say another punk thing here. Uh, it punk. It became this, what it is, because of the limitations of the technology back when they made the films, right? Yes. So, so it was yeah. kind of fun to see, like, the original... Remember the original targeting computers inside yeah. the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> yeah, making the making the, the 3D image of the TIE fighter, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so that they still do that in Episode Nine, which I love, right? And in so, Squadrons. Yeah, and in Squadrons. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah. amazing. So now this is a great segue. Yeah, in, in the squadrons. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about that then. So, you're always inside the cockpit, yes. or you can go in. There's and out no, there's no, no, no. You're inside the cockpit. Period. So, this is hardcore. You're a pilot, kind in of. Star Wars I well, I, I, I I've that... seen pictures of you being in the hangar talking to people, but you're just no. That's the menu. I, I heard oh, that. No, no that's the menu. Okay, let's, let's put it this way. Is it theoretical, Adam, that we want to go story, on in the story things that you've heard about, or do you want to talk no, to the person who's played the I've game? I've watched reviews. There are people showing Yeah, I've, I don't know what I was talking about, though. I just played the game. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. You said you didn't play much no. of the story. But I've been in the fucking menu. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, the customization menu is interactive. The UI is nice in the sense that it looks like you're in the hangar and you're you're standing in the hangar in the same place every time and i mean you can kind of look at the ship you can sit in the ship that's cool um that's where the vr really lends a well to you because then you can actually look at things really well yeah um 
whereas VR in-game play is more immersive, doesn't really give you any advantages other mm. than, yeah, you can cock your head, but sure, that doesn't do a lot because the actual, what you can see in the cockpits is very minimal in the first place uh, because you're pretty much looking forward out the same viewport no matter what. Like if you're in a tie interceptor. Yeah, you have one circle. If you, yeah, if you're in a tie interceptor, it makes no fucking difference if you have VR other than, oh, is this is cool. Hmm. Um, it would be maybe more advantageous if you're flying in like a Y wing or an A wing because their cockpits are pretty open. Yeah. Um, but everybody else's are kind of restrictive. I mean, X wing a little bit to less. Yeah, I don't think it's about the um, giving you a benefit. I think it's no, more immersive. It's, it's immersive. Yeah, hundred percent. And I agree. And I think it was a good choice. That's why I mean, I'm waiting. I'm not playing it until I can put my VR stuff yeah. back together. Oh, okay. Well, I think that you. It's a good game without vr and i think vr will just add to it yeah so i don't think a, you need to stop yourself but um now you've played in multiplayer primarily so what, yes. what kind of ships you've been flying i've been flown flying? all of them now okay so what what is all of them what is that concept okay so on the new republic side uh you have the x-wing a-wing y-wing and the u-wing okay interesting Sometimes y-wing wait yeah there's four <laughs> um so b-wing no 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 b-wing at least not yet. Um, D-Wing. No, not yet. There is a D-Wing. I think there is in Legends. A wing. There was a there was an E-Wing and an H-Wing. And L-Wing. No, no L-Wing. It, as it flies. It only flies one direction that's down. <laughs> yeah. So it crashes all the time. Yeah, that's a shitty fucking idea you made. Um <laughs> Uh, anyway, so and then on the Imperial side, <laughs> it's another. It's a star destroyer. It's like Tetris, sir. We're we're actually in battle. Those were lies, laws. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, branded theme Tetris is something we haven't had yet. That's a brilliant fucking idea. Yeah, where the super star destroyer crashes into the uh, second Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can see where this is going. Um, no, uh, at the end of the day, uh, when you're looking at other ships, though, uh, as far as the squadrons is concerned, uh, Empire can get. Things that are obvious: uh, Tie Fighter, Tie Interceptor, Tie Bomber, and then the Tie Reaper, which is the support vessel that is the opposite to the U-wing. I U don't wing. know what the Tie Reaper. You've seen is. it. You've seen it. In, okay. You've seen it on Scarif. What does it do? Uh, it's, uh, Why is it classified as support uh, because it, it mechanically in the game can supply other ships with stuff in flight, like uh, restock and Missiles stuff like that. And like that. Yeah, and the way that it does it is the technically lore accurate, which is kind of fun the way that they've implemented it. When you're giving supplies to somebody, you're actually sending them a, a droid. Mm -hmm. You launch a droid off your ship that goes to go repair their ship and give them stock. Okay. Um, and when you, you can actually give people shields, it's a missile system that, uh, uh, yeah, that's the Reaper there. Okay. It's that's a cool ship. Oh, that's yeah. a cool ship. Yeah, 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 it's very cool. Um, and the missiles, uh, the idea I think is that when the missile hits them, it slams a shield emitter on the ship that's yeah. just temporary. Hmm. Uh I mean, it'll last until somebody shoots it off. There's no time limitation bullshit like that. Oh, okay. So if you if nobody was shooting your teammates because your teammates are stomping them, you can supply them all with shields. And I know this because it's happened to us one time <laughs> where I was like, oh, everyone's fully shielded. They're like, yeah, we're just killing everybody too quickly. I'm like, I see that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it's fun. Uh, the actual gameplay mechanics, I mean, single player I played a little bit of so far is really nice. Uh, and, and I admittedly have not gone very far yet, but the characters are very interesting. I like that there's a huge diversity on the New Republic side. There's only one human pilot part hmm. of the team. Nice. Not including yourself. 
assuming that you're assuming you're human. That's cool. And um, is there a voiceover for the different kinds of pilots? All of them are fully voice acted. Awesome. Uh, so that you have like a uh, Trandoshan pilot. Uh, really? Yeah. Wedge uh, that's cool as hell. I heard that Wedge is in there. Yeah, at some point I haven't gotten to him yet. I hear Harrison Dula is also in it, uh, which she's Those from Rebels. Names. Yeah, she's a Twi'lek. Oh, um, she's she becomes a a general and eventually an admiral, I think. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, cool character. She is the one who was in a relationship with uh, Kanan Jarrus, who is played by uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. That's a Rebels. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you've watched Rebels, you know who Harrison Dula is, or you haven't watched Rebels <laughs> because she's a main character in the series. Got it. Um, but yeah. Uh, ultimately, single player seems like it's going to be amazing. I'm really looking forward to getting into it, and I am going to get into it uh, in a big way. So I'm excited for that. Multiplayer, on the other hand, is very interesting because I think that pretty much anybody can pick up and play it. Cool. Pretty much without any issue. I feel um, that it's somewhere between. It is difficult. There are going to be people that just can't do it. No, it's not that arcade. No. No, that's not true. They take it a bit more serious? No, that's not true. That's not true at all. No? That's a complete fabrication. Because anyone that tells you that you can't play this game is a moron. Because anybody can play this game. Except unless they're morons. No. No, even if they're morons, they can play it because... uh, But they just said it was hard and you just called them a moron, so morons couldn't play it. No. What I said was... No, it's a moron on cocaine. So, at the end of the day, what it is, is that the game itself is, is not hard. If you know how to play Battlefront... Two or Battlefront One, space combat. You can play this game. Yeah. Um, now, if you want to be in the top tier of players, then yes, you need to get good at the game, like every other fucking game in the world. Like this is not this is not some kind of newfangled fucking idea. There is a skill curve in games. Given enough mechanics, the skill curve gets bigger. See, two of the reviews that I saw said that the starting skill curve is a bit tough but no. not like in like not dark souls tough but it's not as easy as some of the other piloting games that have come out like that so here's the thing first off i think that that is whoever wrote that i think is a is a dumbass and i will explain why <laughs> they need to get good no no they need to get good no, bro. I think, no this is a serious problem i think in the games industry because a lot of people will say it is hard to get in this game and discourage players but it's not a hard game. It never is. It is never a hard game. This game is very simple. If you can if you can push up on the thruster and you can aim a fucking reticle, you can play this game. If you want I to play can do th- those things. Now, if you want to get better, if you want to learn how to get better, that can take time. It is not hard. It is not hard. It just takes practice. Gotcha. That's all it is. A hundred percent. Because the, at the end of the day, here's all that Unless you can do. Unless you're a moron and you think here, it's hard. A moron without no, cocaine. No, here's, a without no cocaine. I'm yes. not saying the game's not hard. I'm saying it's not impenetrable. Because people are saying that it's impenetrable. Sure. And that's not the case. Well, that's what a lot of people... See, a lot of people think that Dark Souls is hard. And it, yeah, but when you play... If you're playing single player in this game, and you could 100% never touch multiplayer, and I think you'd, get, you'd be totally fine with this game because it's a cheaper game. It looks like it has a good story. It's a Star Wars feel. If you're a Star Wars fan, play it. Multiplayer is like an extra donut that you can have and then keep eating Ooh, it. Yummy. But uh, all that there is to the game, aside from what is in every game, like choosing what target to go for first, are you going to do the objective or not, things like that, when it comes down to the mechanics of the game, 
It is very straightforward. Mm. There are components that you will select at the customization screen. You can take all the time in your that you fucking need to figure out which ones you want. You'll have to unlock them, but they are not hard to unlock. Especially if you've got like one vehicle that you want to unlock, you will do it in two games. Do you always fly in the cockpit? Like there's yes. never another no. view? Nope. Okay. Always cockpit. And when I say when you can unlock things, you can unlock components. All the ships are always unlocked with a baseline with baseline stock components. Components are side grades. Some of them can be pretty meaningful. Most of them are not. Um, outside of that, when it comes to playing the game, you have a couple of basic things to know. And I think that if you're getting into any flight game, you'll know them. How do I accelerate? How do I aim my reticle? Those are the two things that you need the to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, if you want... I mean, I'm play getting Hotas for it. I'm yeah. going. I'm going full I'm, VR. I'm going to get the Logitech X something. Yeah, it's a great one. That's that what you're getting too. Uh, probably not. But are you going to get the Warthog? I'm not sure what I'm going to get. I I, I have one right now, but it uh, the joystick. Um, yeah, I had an Attack Three, and it and it kind of it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I I had a a Logitech, but I, it's no, it's not the Logitech. I don't remember what brand. Mine was a Logitech. Yeah. I know Paul gave it to me or sold it to me. It's got uh, drift. It's got like a sure. a weird blank area right in the center. So yeah. it, it doesn't really work out all that well. Oh, right. So does it translate the mechanics? Yeah. So like I can turn right <laughs> sharper than I can turn left because right. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. more play on the, on the one like, side. left side. And it's just hard to. So uh, I've done a little bit of research. The Logitech X56 or something like that. Uh, X numbers. Yeah. Um, looks like it's probably the most bang for your buck. Okay. Uh, if you want full on best of the best, it's the Warthog. Oh yeah, I know the Warthog. There's, there's no, there's nothing currently beating it. I mean, there will be eventually, but not right now. The only thing cool about the Warthog is it's got the tog, the cool toggle switches. Yeah, but so does the Logitech one. It's got the like the metal yeah. sticky out. Yeah. Oh my god, I love those. As I say, go look at it. It looks really good. Um. Anyway, so at the end of the day, after the basic controls are under your belt, the big things you that people freak out about is there are literally only three of them. Uh, two if you're on Empire, so it gets even easier. Uh, systems that you can change your power distribution on. So, yeah. do you want to shoot better? Yeah? Push up on the D-pad. <laughs> Problem fucking solved. <laughs> it reminds do you want to fly better? Push left on the D-pad. Kind of reminds me of Artemis. Or Problem that, fucking um, solved. <laughs> remember Artemis? I still want to play that game again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a power, it's power distribution. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, that's not, it's nothing... That's what I said. It's not. It's not complex. No. If you're a republic and you want shields, push right on the D-pad. If you're empire and you want shields, get a teammate that plays a support class and shoot shields at you. Otherwise, you're not going to get them. <laughs> I love the idea of us referring to parts of the game as delicious donuts. Delicious yeah. donut add-ons. That's amazing. So it's Adam. It's a, it's a donut, a powdered donut. It's delicious, but it's not actually covered in powder. It's covered in punk. Cocaine punk, yes, <laughs> yes. Anyway, oh, and oh you, my god, yes. The the Logitech Hotas looks awesome. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Anyway, moving the fuck on so I can get through this goddamn <laughs> travesty that is this goddamn fucking review. <laughs> At the end of the day, there Currently are unavailable. Things, there are things that you can learn. Yeah, because everyone bought it for this game. Clearly, I'm serious. I'm dead. I'd, I'd be fucking shocked if it wasn't the case. Um, Morons. <laughs> at the end of the day this game is playable by anyone that would enjoy this kind of game if you've played any game similar that's a arcadey starfighter-esque game you will be fine at this it's not a deep game it does what it does 
amazingly well. I can't yes. wait to play it. the best way. I to, can't wait to play it. There are one or two other subtle things you can do, like you can change shields to forward and stuff like that, mm. but it is not difficult. It's a space combat arcade. The, 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 <laughs> and the one thing I want to hammer home on this, because I've been getting this from a lot of people, like, oh, well, it looks like it's too hard. It's not. It's not You're too just hard. A moron. No, it's not even that. It's the people who are telling other people <laughs> that it's hard are morons. It is not a hard game to get into. It is a hard game to excel at, but that is the case for every fucking game that has a skill curve. <laughs> so stop uh, fucking Pokemon, saying I it. would never classify as hard. Does it have a skill curve? No. Exactly. My point fucking stands. Move on. We should do a segment on this where we just we have other random gamers on and we'll call it Let's talk to you like the idiot we think you are. And we're just going to get Rob to just rail on them for playing like. Oh, yeah, for sure. For I would have yeah. to get Rob in an angry mood. There are just days where I don't know what it's it is. Not, it's, he, shows up to, he shows up to my house like, Adam, we're going to have a fight in the car today. I'm like, okay, I guess today's the day. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, there are days where I show up in the car I'm like, Rob, we're going to have a fight today. Yeah. Well, at least you get a warning. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm being kind right now when I say that. Yeah. No, usually there's no warning. Usually you get in the car and they're like, you know what grinds my fucking gears? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll start off really calm sometimes, and then it becomes not calm very quickly. Um, so you but... ever thought about the speed of light, Adam? Oh, Fuck! God. Yeah, we're not going to get it. We're not going to get into it, Adam. We're not going to get into it. But anyway, uh, other than that... Um, so playing and watching, <laughs> obviously, I, I've been doing more stuff than just squadrons. Um, Heresy. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, obviously, the boys, great. Enjoyed that. I actually started watching The Nurse Ratched, which has also the started watching American that. Horror Story actress yep. in it. Uh, you've watched that. You haven't watched Lower Decks. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. No, you I can't. can't win. No, when, you it, can't. when did this talk to Alex like the moron you think he is? Like, oh. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, about a year ago. <laughs> When did we start doing the podcast? <laughs> when did I do the podcast? This is episode 107. <laughs> um, no, uh, um, there was something else I was going to talk about, but I totally forgot. So I guess we're not talking about it. Yeah, well, fuck you and fuck that show. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I, I, am, I am missing out on Lower Decks. I do need to. You do uh, need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna watch it and be like, oh yeah, so then I watched all of it. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Ratchet, Ratchet's good so far. It's all right. Yeah, it's it's all right. I mean, uh, it's uh, the main actress is awesome. I thought she was always awesome in American yeah. Horror Story. So I mean, yeah. the, it's the it's the one flew over the cuckoo's nest prequel. Like I never knew I needed it. <laughs> you, you don't you don't need it, but it's enjoyable. I absolutely do not need it, but it has been good so far. Yeah, I quite like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Has anyone else rewatched all the Lord of the Rings recently? I'm about to. Don't even fucking. I was started thinking on that. about it because I was uh, I was reading this article about you Christopher did? Lee. Oh wow. and, uh, yeah. and uh, did they just recently go on Netflix? Because yeah. I started. I started, or at least I saw them on Netflix. Recently. Okay, I saw them on Netflix. Started watching them, and then over the course the all the sites that I go to for my memes and stuff. Yeah, they started getting Lord of the Rings memes like crazy. And this isn't one of those things where they put memes up based on my research, my what I find. It's just randomly, kind of like Twitter. I not think, even. It's. I think I know why. It's nine gag for those who are asking. I think I know why. There was a oh, Lord boy. of the Rings reunion this last week, and something you watched. No, this was way earlier. Oh, is it? This okay, is, is, like, I'm I, referring to the boys. Um, Episode seven, because uh, Carl Urban, who of course played uh, Aylmer, yes, and then you have uh, the other, uh, the older guy who played Denethor, the Gondor, yeah, he steward was, of Gondor, yeah, steward of Gondor, Denethor, yeah, and and uh, he plays his daddy in this one. But it was cool to kind of see these two actors kind of reunited. I like could this. barely understand his Australian accent. Oh, dude, he was way over the top. I don't think he's supposed to be Australian though. He just it's not like real, like no, I think it's Australian. 
Doesn't Billy matter. Butcher? No, no, he's supposed to be like Scottish or something. He sounds Scottish. I think he's a. I think he's Scottish. Yeah. Oh, does that make sense? Maybe. Well, his mom's like English. Yeah. And then maybe the dad is Australian. I don't know. I could. I could, could just be wrong and misidentifying the accent. Uh, I did like the actor that got to play his dad, though. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that, he was that, Denethor yeah. from yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I think he's also the guy, guy who in played, French. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he is that guy. So yeah, I'm not he plays insane. the dad. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not insane. Oh, I which, do like which him. by the way, that show to this day I still say is amazing, even though people don't like it. I love that what show. show? French. French. Oh, okay. There are some seasons that are bad, but overall, there's a couple I seasons that are dry. They're not bad; they're dry. I don't think I was too fond of the overall ending. I thought it was good, actually. Yeah, I actually thought it was good. It felt like the natural place for Fringe, the show, to end. I thought it was a bit anticlimactic. It's not. Don't get me wrong. It. I get it. It wasn't as bad as um, Lost. Lost no, was just Lost awful. Was bad. Fringe, I thought was better than that, but it was still. I don't know. It didn't quite tickle me at the end the way I wanted it to. I felt like it was the only ending that made sense. I guess that makes sense. Fair enough. To me. To me. Yeah. I, I Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I had a better ending. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've never watched it, and that show sucks anyway. So anyway. Oh, man. You would get... You would get <laughs> I hate it with a broad stroke. <laughs> you would get uh, super into it just from watching episode one. Yeah, you would, probably. actually. It's I probably probably would. Yeah. It's all about conspiracy theories. And, and the whole beginning of it is like a bunch of dead people on a plane. Yeah. Oh, so, weird. like, they were in the sky, and the plane auto lands itself, and they open it up, and it's like a fucking like uh, disease fucking catastrophe. Oh shit! Yeah, you would love it. You would That's love cool. it. That's but really it's cool. not. It's not like how you think. It's like people literally the skin melted off their bones. But it's like it's like a mystery box, but there's actually something that happens. Yeah. So it's not like a J.J. Abrams mystery box. Well, it is J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Oh, it is J.J. Yeah. J.J. Abrams with answers. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's. It's good. We all know he likes starting things. <laughs> he, he, I was concerned about that when yeah. Lost finished. I think this started before Lost finished. I think so, yeah. And Lost finished with bad endings, so I was like, oh, Fringe. I don't know. And I kind of stopped watching it for a while because yeah. I was like, fuck J.J. Abrams. Yeah. And I got back and rewatched it all, and I was like, okay, yeah. I, it Leonard wasn't... Nimoy's in it. Yeah. You like Leonard Nimoy? I do. I do love and miss Leonard Nimoy. It's uh, very super sci-fi, but, new supernatural. So that guy who you were just talking about, the guy in the boys, that mm. plays the father. Yeah, plays the fa- father in this as well. Oh character. no, okay. but, he's a, but he's a he's a he's a mad scientist. Okay, perfect, 100%. perfect role for him. That's that's amazing. Yeah, like that's why it's called Fringe. It's Fringe Science. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but it every episode, and of course you get larger arcs as you go with that show, um, is like some really fucked thing with physics has happened or some kind of biological chemistry or biology well, or cool so, some things, Sherlockian rule, fucked up thing happens. yeah rules cool. of the universe are essentially deteriorating oh that's cool as hell so like there's things that s- just stop making sense so like and what's happening a, in the real world with Mandela effects yeah. yes I get it no I oh there's it. a whole thing on Mandela effects in there yeah I there's, hope a, there it's, is <laughs> it's massive it's a big part of the show every time I drive down the river the riverfront and you would, I see the GM building I'm like fuck I'm living in a parallel universe to the one I lived in before, where everybody else is living here with you, me. Yeah, you, you would love Fringe. You would love Fringe. <laughs> you would you seriously <laughs> love Fringe. Start nice. watching Fringe a bit. Nice. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll you it you out. watch the first episode and you let us know if you don't like it. I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? Or at least Amazon Netflix. Prime. I don't know if it is. It might anymore. be on Prime now. I don't think it is. I don't think it's anywhere anymore. I think you'll have to just probably. It's got to be in a place. I Maybe. have so many things. Not enough to get Lovecraft Country, apparently. Yeah, that's like the one thing. Yeah, I don't even care about. To be honest, actually, I've lost interest in Lovecraft Country. Well, wow. I'm missing out on that and, uh, what is it, Dances with Wolves? Dances with Wolves? Yeah, I'm you not watching Oh, that uh, Raised by Wolves. Raised by Wolves. Um, no, uh, Lovecraft Country, the reason I've gotten bored with it, honestly, 
they've been inputting sex scenes where they don't need to be, and I've just gotten bored of it. Which is weird, uh, right? Yeah. That I'm the per- that I don't disagree with the you. Per- like I'm the person saying that, and I think sex scenes in shows and movies is great. But here's the thing. But it's HBO being all HBO-y. Well, no, it's just like it feels like they're like we gotta we gotta do the formula, boys. Get those sex scenes in here. I don't disagree with you. I was kind of upset by those scenes. I didn't really feel a need for them either. Yeah, I they I become they've become too much. It's like I like sex scenes when they when they show purpose. Did you watch the Asian episode? Is that why the K- Korean one? No, I'm not. Uh, it's not even from a specific episode. It's just whatever you're talking last, about. Spoilers. There's the, a bunch of sex. Ser- seriously, no. <laughs> all it is is a, the last three episodes have just been so full of fucking sex. So scenes. one of the episodes, I'm just over it. For those who care, spoiler. But one of the episodes um, involves Korea and the Korean War. Yeah. And the main character is uh, I forget the name the, the the Asian name for the demon, but she is a uh, Nine Tails demon. Yeah, yeah, it's the oh, same thing cool. as from uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ni- the whole point of Nine Tails demons is that they take men's souls. Yeah, yeah. they they men yep. fall in love with them. Yep. They're succubi of the Chinese or, or Asian. I don't know whether they're Chinese or Japanese. I don't know what. I think that particular from. one is Korean. Is it so? Korean? Because uh, the the kitsune is viewed very differently in Japan. Is yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's enough. a it's a good fortune, if you will, in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's one of those things where so there's a lot of sex scenes in that one because that's she's oh I don't know a succubus. It, 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 yeah, and it wasn't even that. I mean that, that one I got that one I I was I supported because yeah. I'm like this is the theme of that one. Sure. But there was one or two after, and there's one before that, and one after that, and I'm like okay yeah it was just like they were just doing sex scenes because they could and they fell they fell into a trap too which it's it's hard to talk about because um so there were two scenes in different shows this is one of them the other one's american gods where they've had uh same sex sex scenes between two guys yeah which i'm like the awesome that's fine yeah the 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 jinn in american horror story and in this one it's the father um uh but the reason there was a one problem though that they did here first off they portray them very realistically which i applaud thank you for doing that but and it, i think it's more Ameri- uh more in american gods sorry uh, did i say american horse you did american gods is what i meant to say in american gods uh it was much worse because american gods they did it for like literally 10 minutes it was like the longest yeah. fucking sex scene i've ever been a part of which is fine, and I understand why they're doing it because they they want to show like, hey, we can do more than just like the heteronormal fucking sex scenes. But the w- method in which they showed them was just gratuitous because it didn't fit the storyline so much as it is that it fit what they wrote to get it into the screen, okay, and it, so and it really felt it felt unnatural. Is all I'm saying. That whole show kind of felt unnatural to a good portion. Yeah, and it was so like it show. was less of a problem in in. in uh, Lovecraft Country, and I actually liked the visceral nature of it because it was like, wow, that's fucked. <laughs> I was like, it was awesome. But at the same time, it was just, it was that, and then like the following sex scenes in the next episode are just like, this is too much now. I'm like, I'm just, I'm getting inundated with it. It's oversaturated. Yeah. Imagine being the guy who has to write all the sex scenes for HBO. I think that and that's you're fine. Like, I've been researching vigorously 
for you weeks. Very vigorously. Writing all these love like, scenes for your shows this season. I am exhausted and raw. But <laughs> imagine. Go to guy. John, the sex scene writer. Yeah. But but ultimately, what I was trying to say, and the, and the trap that they all fell into, is that they wanted to do something to show their support for other communities, but they didn't write it properly. And that, I think, is not good. It's the same thing as like when they do a shitty movie. It's like, yes, we needed this movie, but you wrote it terribly. Yeah, they wrote it terribly. We should blame Jack. Jack off. The guy, the, the sex scene writer. Anyway. <laughs> ultimately, He's though. Vigorously writing another sex scene or rewriting one. <laughs> ultimately, though, at the end of the day, all I'm, all I'm saying is that it's like, you know, write the story you want to write. At this point, sex scenes are acceptable, but you don't need to make the fucking statement. I just don't anymore. understand. I've never read the book, so I don't know whether, like, are they keeping to the books? I don't know. Well, why, why, like, why don't they? There's definitely a line between like gratuitous sex scene and just regular sex yeah. scene. Like, why, why can't they just draw the line? You know what I, I mean? Think it's like, hard is, to find yeah. the line sometimes. Sure, but and like, but, but if I set out to watch porn, I would just go watch porn. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tune into the fucking that's my point. Lovecraft country. Like, that's the thing. Is like, <laughs> I want to see a great story that like is really cool and things that, that are true. cool. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Is like, show us the first five seconds of a sex scene don't make it a whole well, fucking here's the crazy on. thing i don't even need to see anything oh no, I, no you no, can no, just no. you could just ma- have make there, it out no no there are reasons it what's it i forget what the terminology for it is but anything that is in a show or a book if it doesn't further the plot or further a character there is no need for it yes. so if the sex scene doesn't further either of those two and i've already but i already agreed with that yeah that's that's my that's my but way of looking you at it could have it where it does agree and in which case, no. Yes, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not arguing they, that they had too many. They have non-useful. Yes, things. exactly. They're like, oh, but they're closer. I'm like, yeah, but you could show that a million ways. Yeah. Why are you defaulting to a sex scene? Yeah, that's the problem I have. The only way, the only way I can give it in the thumbs up, okay, is if that was a part of the original book and they're trying to stay true. Sure. And that's okay, fine. fine. It's gratuitous, and but that's a part of the original book. Fine. And, and that's like the I only said, defense. there are there are situations where I go, I understand why you did this. Like I said, for for the same sex sex scenes, I'm all about it because they did that, and I think that that's cool to to show it. But there's a gratuitous nature when it comes to all of the other fucking sex scenes that now devalues that. Yeah. And now you've taken sex scenes and you've made them just like they're just all over the place they're too saturated you lose the meaning of having those scenes because those scenes are supposed to be visceral things of love and or or passion if you will yep. and and they they don't come off that way they come off as oh i popped up Pornhub and it's got the characters from the show i like yep and that's what i'm watching <laughs> starlight yeah starlight gets on the a train like, <laughs> so, and, and that i don't think the boys is i, I think they're parodying they're doing the, it on purpose no okay that's that's different what they did there that was different well, but like yeah, sat- satire is always welcome. But like the thing is, like even in the boys, the sex scenes are not usually super long. You will see the beginning of the sex scene or the end of the sex scene, but you won't see the entire sex scene. Whereas or you, other or you shows, just see you some do. really stupid bits of it because yes. that's how the show is. Yes, and that's consistent with the rest of the show. Right, like but, the love scene between uh, the first sex scene between Stor- Stormfront and uh, Homelander. It was just so stupid. But like, okay, but <laughs> but. Like, he was like diving in, and she was like floating in the air, and it was now, all the stupid stuff. Here's the thing, dumb. though. This is where that one gets a pass because nobody's ever done it that way before. No one's ever done superheroes blowing up a fucking apartment having sex because at that point, it's not about the sex; it's about like the two crazy fucking personalities yeah, in the room. Not true. only that, yeah, it's, it's about them 
enjoying the fact that hey, we can survive each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah. they can really the, enjoy the, sex. There is more Good being there is more being Good said there. But if we just had a random sex scene between Huey and Starlight, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, they've been very muted on on, on that. Like one. It they've would, done a it, good job. It would be fine the first time, but if they showed it every episode for the next rest of the fucking season, I'd be like, why? Yeah, why, why indeed? And uh, what else? Why? Why have we again gone for ninety minutes? Yeah, <laughs> we, we're done. We have determined <laughs> that it. this episode was uh, podcast punk. <laughs> this is full podcast punk. That is it for episode one hundred and seven of Roto Geek and Fish Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you all to the new listeners. We've had a lot of good listens yeah. in the last week, actually. So we're 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 blown up. Welcome to month. the club. Yeah, welcome to the club. Welcome to the cocaine. So and welcome. Thanks. You came. You came for the podcast. You stay for the cocaine. That's how this thing works. All right. <laughs> Talk to y'all later.